This NBA playoff picks edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk free bet up to $500. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at WYNNBet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, remember to take some time to chill and grab the perfect cold refreshment, Coors Light. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is home to the Best Ball Mania 2 contest where you can win $1 million. That's right, 1 million bucks. Sign up now at underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. I pity the fool that don't listen to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer dog the show. We're back to talk basketball and I'm still in one of my only two count them two NBA uh, apparel. I have my Carmelo <laughs> uh, camo New York Knicks uh, Jersey. So you got that, the cut. Yeah. Congratulations to me for that. Okay, uh, I thought NBA you were going to say congratulations gonna need- to the Knicks, but we're not quite no. there yet. I'm, we're there. They get no congratulations. Well, Julius Randle did uh, win Comeback Player of the Year. No, that does that or doesn't most improved player of the year. I that, don't know. Some, that doesn't some- put dollars in my pocket, Sean. <laughs> uh, so he's in the same place as our Zed horse right now in yeah. the doghouse. If you missed the, uh, we did an episode yesterday talking about <laughs> Zed racing, where we are now owners of a digital racehorse. We're running this thing. We're winning money on it. We're uh, losing money on it. It's a fun wild ride. So check out that podcast and hop in the Slack channel, slash Slack. We post all the race times there and and some on Twitter as well, but uh sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash slack is where it's happening. Transitioning back to uh actual athletes, non-equine digital athletes. These people are actual people, non-NFTs. It's the NBA. We got some playoff picks coming at you. Oh man, right. It is uh the NBA. We're back. Talking to NBA picks, make sure you go over to winbet.com, W-Y-N-N-Bet.com. Download that app today. And uh, you know what you gotta do, right? You gotta get that risk-free bet up to five hundred dollars Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at W-Y-N-N-Bet.com. Bring the excitement of Las Vegas to the palm of your hands. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are all happening over at WinBet. Terms and conditions apply as they always do. Winbet.com, W-Y-N-N-Bet.com. Download the app today. Let's go. Talking NBA hoops with one of the hosts from the NBA gambling podcast, Zach Broner. Zach, what's happening, man? What's up, guys? Great to be here. Nick's in the playoffs, so Ryan, that's good for us. Sixers looking good as well. So it's oh, good yeah. to be here. And um also before we get to the basketball, I gotta say, 
had some time since my last time. <laughs> Definitely talk myself into Kandarius Tony <laughs> at 19 as, as a premium pick right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and, and the value in the second round with the pass exactly. rusher. Exactly. Oh, yeah. all right. Any, anytime you can <laughs> you get Kandarius Tony at the 19th pick, you got to do it. All. <laughs> oh, man. I just. And this is the Giants Nation out there. I, I realize my takes on the Giants and Mister maybe incredibly biased, but just f- feel free to reach out at yeah. Sean T. Green. You guys know where you can find me, and and send me some game film of this is why I think Daniel Jones is a franchise quarterback. This game, this box score, this outing showed me that Danny Dimes is a, a winner in the National Football League and a reason to be excited. Send that to me. I'll take a look. Cause I, I feel like I've watched every giants game. I didn't see it, but I could have missed it. So what's happening right now is Sean very, very nervous about the upcoming season. No, not, not only nervous at all. does he see a very, a, a lot of paths towards the giants being better than the Eagles, but he also sees that, that, that culture brewing and that culture <laughs> snowball turning into an avalanche oh as God. they rise with the almighty Joe judge to win the <laughs> NFC East as a plus four fifty dog. Let's fucking go. Come on. Don't, don't get me excited. Let's talk NBA. No, you're, I mean, I I'm trying to manage your expectations, Ryan. They're oh, come through on. the roof Sean, about Daniel. Listen, Jones. a lot of things have happened in the past couple days. I'll tell yes. you this emotionally, all the chips going into the middle of the table right now for this giants team, this coach, this culture, <laughs> this quarterback, maybe I might have one, one, one set of fingers crossed, but are you com- talking about Colt McCoy? Cause I can get behind a guy no, like, Colt I, McCoy. I am a little dis. I'm worried about the backup with Glennon. I, I don't know what I, I haven't seen a lot there, but we'll, we'll, uh, you know, lots we'll, of time to dive in. We'll say that for the uh, NFL podcast. Sure. We'll be cranking out one of those this week, talking to NFL futures as we've been known to do, but we're bringing on Zach talking hoops, talking, talking the round, uh, the round rock. I don't know, whatever you call basketball. It's been a, uh, it's been an interesting start to the NBA playoffs. First off, both number one seeds losing outright. Uh, that was a kind of shocking way to, or no, sorry, just the, just the Clippers, but la- the year before both number one seeds, a loss. So that's, um, are you saying the Clippers are the one seed in your mind? No, yeah, <laughs> I, in my head, in my head, they lost back to back years. So I was thinking it happened both times, well, but no, the jazz lost NBA Sean is back. What you were probably (laughs) saying is how devastated uh, the Kramer gang is that the Clippers sweep is already off the board. Uh, Didn't didn't even get a chance to sweat that one. So thank you, Clippers. It is uh, yeah. My NBA picks have been a little cold, but one thing, Brooklyn. I I think uh, we were all on Brooklyn making a run here. They're now the the game just wrapped. They destroyed the Celtics one thirty to one oh eight. Brooklyn leads the series two oh. Zach, what's your take on that series? And we're we're gonna get to some of the games tomorrow, aka Wednesday night. But what's your thought on that series so far? Yeah, it's looking like it's headed toward the net sweep and. you know, the, the SGPN NBA Slack channel tonight, we had uh, the Nets team total over. We had the Nets in the first quarter. So cash both of those. Uh, Munaf and I both on those as well. Um, and yeah, it looks like they're kind of coming into their own already in game two. Game one, they showed up defensively. They showed they can kind of compete on that. End. And then now game two, the offense comes together with Joe Harris getting involved off ball. He was set seven to 10 from three. Um, and then, you know, the ball was moving. I think they did a much better job tonight of not settling into ISO. So they're going to keep figuring it out, but the Celtics look totally overmatched. And 
kind of a poor effort from the Celtics as a team tonight, low effort and get blown out on the road. Obviously kind of, kind of one of those games that makes the people that talk shit about the NBA, like affirm their, their beliefs. There were um, um, many WWE moments of people falling <laughs> on the floor, just well, lackadaisical no, effort. C- conspiracy theory, Sean over here, but <laughs> Blake Griffin, all the, for like uh, two and a half years, he didn't dunk. <laughs> and then all of a sudden now yeah. he's in a blowout game on a good team in the most front running opportunity, back to back dunks. He then of course got injured on the second dunk. We make but, fun of Kyrie for his flat earth, but maybe <laughs> he is that next level. Sean. Where, where is this? Where is uh, the Blake Griffin dunking coming from? I mean, I, I thought his knees were completely shot. All of a sudden he gets on a decent team. He can dunk again. Yeah, I, yeah mean, I mean, I guess so. He he does he does uh, he looks a little more athletic. Obviously, he must have uh, been packing it in in Detroit the last couple of years, but did collect a hefty buyout check. So good for him for uh, getting his. Yeah, <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, he's he's playing it right. He's get, he got the check and he's getting to play in Brooklyn. He can probably yeah. you know head over to Upright Citizens Brigade that, Theater, work on a sketch comedy. That's where the it's a dream scenario. That's where the bounce is coming Great from. Great cold brew. It's the water. He's living the dream. They, they say it's for a bagels and to get the hot back in your step after your knees have been destroyed in the NBA. Uh, all right. So yeah, we I mean, I think on the podcast we all gave out Brooklyn minus two and a half games on the series. Which oh. that seems great, and then Kramer and Munoff even so, sprinkled it with Brooklyn sweep at plus two sixty. So, so I mean, don't want to count the uh, chickens before they hatch there, but that's looking uh, that's looking pretty th- solid. Yeah, I mean, not to mention the Nets look like they could just maybe throttle it, some teams. Yeah, I mean that first half uh, against the Celts was uh, was rough, but these last three halves have just been them. Just yeah, if, if Harris is going to hit too. shots like that, uh, they're they're just going to dominate. Moving over to uh, yeah, let's talk some of these Wednesday night games. Wizards at Sixers. Sixers laying eight minus three sixty on the money line, two eighty five on the Wizards coming back. I mean, my takeaway early on is that no one can guard Joel Embiid. He was getting pretty much whatever he wanted. Bradley Beal still got his. He had what thirty three points. This is, I mean, this is something to look at. Like the Wizards shot fifty five percent. And still lost by uh, I think they what lost by seven. So I, I think the Sixers again. It, I'm keeping it chalky there, but I don't see how they don't cover this eight. They're great against the spread at home. Twenty two fourteen and one against the spread at home. I mean, will Tobias Harris go off again like that? Probably not. But they've they've been able to find scoring outside of Embiid. Sixers good as a favorite. Eight and four the last twelve as a favorite. Where are you at with this, Zach? Do you think? Uh, does Washington have a shot here? No, I don't think they have a shot in the series. <laughs> Obviously, I think Philly, the uh the pathway for Philly completely opened up, right? With getting in this bracket with Washington, Atlanta, and New York. So I would look for them to kind of wrap this up pretty quickly. Although, you know, this number does feel a little bit high. Obviously, Washington did cover in the first game um of this series. Washington's kind of been a covering machine this season and as of late, especially. Um you know, I look for this to be the kind of series where maybe the Sixers do uh, finish it up pretty quickly, but the Wizards kind of hang in there competitively. Um, so if you're looking to play the spread, maybe the Wizards are a good option for game two. But um, yeah, Sixers in four or five. Although Bradley Beal, like you said, he he did get busy a little bit, so maybe you know they could pull one out at home. So you're you're th- uh, you're you're taking Washington plus eight in I don't game mind. two just because the, the numbers. Zag. Yeah. 
Well, I, I would say this: they almost covered game one, and that was after they started rusty. And again, the Wizards were shooting lights out. I I think this is going to be a down game for them. But Kramer, you're you're with them on Wizards plus eight. Yeah, I don't mind blindly kind of coming back against just just playing the the road team to go for it. Although I will say that the the Sixers look pretty good, and and if you're 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 taking the Washington side, you're, you're I mean it's a little bit of that like plus ten backdoor in the NFL. You're hoping you're hoping for a backdoor because I don't think Washington has a shot to win this game. Yeah, I I just but I'm, I'm gonna play it. I'm with Zach. All rise. All. <laughs> All the, right. The Wizards. The Wizards. The Wizards have covered. I'm trying to count it up right here. Oh no, they've they've been a covered maybe machine. like 15 of their last 19. Like they've been they've been really good against a number. And uh, obviously we're in game one as well. Yeah. No. They and what was the what was the game one number? I think it was like eight or something. Something pretty. Similar. I think it was eight and a half, and that yeah. and, it, and it finished seven, but definitely did move around. So some people probably lost that. You know, got the worst of the number. You got you got to play uh, numbers, Ryan, not teams. You know That's that. True. That's now true. Now let's <laughs> let's talk about That's your true. New York Knicks. Fucking oh, backbreaking! <laughs> First game back in the Garden. It's fucking Trey Pandemic's Young over. We got fans. We got Spike Lee jumping around in a mask. They're hanging late. They get some clutch shots, and then Trey Young. Oh, I I didn't. I'll be honest. I didn't know Trey Young had that in him. Uh, and and maybe this this was like an emerging game for yeah. Trey Young. Coming down the court, put it up, floater, and then shush the Madison Square Garden yes. crowd. Uh, Zach, as as a fan, walk us through the emotions there. I mean, we had that game in the bag, kind of. I feel like that, <laughs> you know, up up, I think three with like a minute left, and yeah, Trey was just crazy. I think that was kind of like you said, Sean. Like he really snatched the heart out of the Garden because the atmosphere was absolutely incredible. Um between that and the Phil Mickelson thing, just a great day for fans being back on Sunday, obviously. Yeah, no, it was um, a fun sports weekend. Yeah. A great sports weekend. Um, Tough loss. I think the Knicks will be back in game two, but yeah, Trey young, um, very impressive playoff debut for him. I think the, the Knicks need to do a better job of giving him that Steph Curry treatment and just kind of trying to get RJ or Julia switched onto him and just bully him and, you know, play him through contact the entire game, hopefully make him more uncomfortable. But yeah, that was a very impressive performance in game one by him. Ryan, any takeaways from uh, game one? Uh, yeah, I mean, this is now they got to put now, now this is it. This is a desperation sp- spot. And you also get, if you want to take the Knicks, you get to fade a guy after he shushed a crowd after game one. <laughs> so it, I, it, I don't know. It, maybe first time in the, was he aware it's a seven game series? Cause it, <laughs> it just felt like when I saw that moment, even though, it, like I, I told you, I'm not really saying I'm a Knicks fan. I used to be a Knicks fan. I might, I might be coming back, but I'm still kind of in my own place. I'm not, I'm not quite ready to commit, move back in. I, I, I will say that, like, you got to. This is it. I mean, this well, is and, now and a desperation the, game, and, and, so you, you can ver- very quickly see what's going to happen in this series. I thought I was going to be heartbroken with a seven-game series. Yeah. God, God help. I mean, if if they go down O two, then that's that. Th- that's, this that's is a must-win yeah. game for New York, and maybe the pressure is off Atlanta because they already. You, you can't. They shush. already. They already. <laughs> they already stole that game. New York, though, <laughs> dominant uh, against the spread overall, and especially at home, twenty-two, fourteen, and one. Uh, in 37 home games this season, that's that's fucking crazy. And Atlanta's not that great against the spread on the road. They're Didn't under matter. 500. Didn't matter game one. I, I'm slightly worried. This seems like such an obvious spot for the Knicks. I mean, I'm going to take a minus two and a half. That's the spread uh, total. I don't know if we have the total yet, but it's two, minus two twelve and a half. I'm okay. Saying. 
I, I still like the under there on that, but I, I'll, you know, Nick's minus two and a half is the official play. What's scary to me is I'm looking at the public money. It's like 60, 65% on yeah. the Knicks. I mean, Zach, I know you're battling it out as a fan, as an analyst. <laughs> this is a must win spot at the garden. I feel like this team, they got to get more out of Julius Randle. I felt like he was a bit of a disappointment and RJ Barrett combining for only 29 points. What is the path for a Knicks victory? And do they cover the number? I think the pathway for a Knicks victory and sorry, I got to get the New York sirens in the background. A exactly. Little bit. I like um, it. Yeah. You know, New York is back. Um, <laughs> you know, I think that the pathway to a Knicks victory is going to be getting Julius Randle going as a dominant scorer. He had a great matchup against the Hawks in the regular season that was super inefficient in this first game. And, you know, if you're relying on Derek Rose and Alec Burks to carry you offensively, I mean, compare that to Trey young and what he was doing for Atlanta's team. I think they need Julius to find his footing a little bit. And then, yeah, I think you got to try to kind of rough up Trey young, make him a little more uncomfortable because he was kind of just chilling as pick and roll ball handler and just pinging the ball all across the floor, making the right reads. So kind of, I think make this game a little more ugly and muck it up. Um, but yeah, on the spread for this game, I mean, it's one of those where you kind of hate the Hawks so much that like, you're almost scared to take the Knicks here. Um, you know, that, that fan analyst combo, but I will go with the Knicks. I think, you know, it's easy to fall into the narrative spot, but it also feels so right here. So I'm gonna go with the Knicks uh, minus two game two. Yeah. There's also that thing you get reminded every mo- most years in the playoffs and like how different games can go one to the next. Uh, you know, you, you, you trust that Tibbs can maybe adjust a little bit. And and if you want to get into the prop market, uh, you mentioned RJ Barrett has to get going. His his point total is at seventeen and a half. So, uh, some Julius Randle twenty five and a half. So it feels like if the Knicks are going to win, one of those guys is going over that total, if not both. But yeah, no, it, yeah. and and maybe even yeah, it does seem like there's a physicality that the Knicks can probably ratchet up here, and in a must win spot, you feel like they get it done. Uh, yeah, going to a social event in in Hollywood, Sean. Uh, will the playoffs be on a television in the social? Oh, event? when when are you when Tomor- are you- tomorrow? Uh, I think around six ish. <laughs> yeah, wait. Oh no, because I don't. The Lakers and Clippers are playing tonight, so that means non Lakers Clippers. There's yeah. there's maybe the Dodgers game will be on, but that's it. There's no <laughs> way the Knicks game will round be on. one playoff. Maybe, maybe. Cause I'm always, there's always a guy like me in an LA bar somewhere asking someone to put the game on. So I think maybe they, you'll get lucky. Yeah. They, they, yeah, not doubtful, but this was the uh, upset I was talking about earlier. Obviously the Memphis Grizzlies winning outright against the Utah jazz Donovan Mitchell, a late scratch Game two coming back seven o'clock Wednesday night on the West Coast. Utah Jazz laying nine and a half. Grizzlies plus three forty on the money line. Let's just let's just talk about Donovan Mitchell first. Conspiracy theories. What what's going on? It it sounded like he was supposed to play. The team told him he was going to play, and then they changed their mind. What what's the latest on Donovan Mitchell? Yeah, I think the Jazz kind of overthought this one, and then kind of shot themselves in the foot. Obviously. Brian Windhorst then reported this week on his podcast that uh, Donovan Mitchell was upset with the jazz organization, brought in his own trainer to help rehab his ankle injury alongside Uh the team. And for us Knicks fans, I think a lot of Knicks fans are monitoring the situation in Utah with Donovan Mitchell monitoring as well. Kawhi Leonard with the Clippers and Dane Willard with the Blazers. So, (laughs) you know, we're, we're on that. That's kind of the pathway for the Knicks, but yeah, 
very weird situation. Obviously Donovan seems a little bit pissed. I think, you know, there will be a lot of people that like that player prop tomorrow night is someone who wants to prove that like he's the guy in Utah. Uh, so maybe a little bit of an angle to the player prop there, but um, he looks like he'll be back for tomorrow night. But um, this Grizzlies team just keeps, you know, nobody believes in them and they keep getting it done as an underdog. Obviously that crazy win against the warriors. And then um, now in game one and kind of looked good doing it. Didn't really seem like much of a fluke. I think Utah will shoot it better, but the Grizzlies are right there. This number feels pretty big. I kind of like the Grizzlies here again in game two. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I thought I was gonna go chalk here with Utah on the revenge angle, but I think there's a case to be made for this Memphis team that they're gonna hang around. You know, they they've what they've been hanging out in Utah for a few days. They're used to the elevation. And again, yep. there's turmoil on the Utah Jazz side. Meanwhile, Memphis uh, they're coming together. They're they're the classic nobody believes in us team. They had to play their way into the tournament even to get here with the nice win over Golden State. I mean, they they've beaten Golden State and Utah back to back on the road and, and seem pretty unfazed. They have a couple days rest. I, I don't think that drained. Nine and a half feels like a really high number. It does, but do, like I mean, just from watching a lot of NBA playoffs over, isn't this the game that like, Oh shit, Utah got woken up. They got punched in the mouth. Yeah. This is a series and they just stomp their face. I'll, I'll take that because I'm going to stay true to my, my zigzagging. I'm going to go, I'm going to take Utah. I, I think they, they, uh, you know, to your point, if Donovan Mitchell comes back and he's angry, I mean, still, still seems like a prop. Well, I can take Memphis plus nine and a half and, and the Donovan Mitchell over prop and, and feel Which, like I have a nice middle situation yeah. there. I mean, to back up what Kramer was saying, I mean, we have kind of seen this in a lot of these series, like with a team getting punched in the mouth in game one, you know, Milwaukee, Denver, yep. those teams both kind of took a punch and then came out in game two with a blowout. The Nets as well, they struggled in game one. They came out of the blowout in game two. So we have kind of seen this zigzag a little bit and Utah would play right into that. Now the Clippers are in a tie game right now. Lakers obviously up six at the half, but um, you know, I can see the, you know, Utah, they're a team that can really get hot. And when their ball starts moving offensively, they can really blow a team out. So, um, you know, I, I don't hate that either. I just think Memphis, they keep kind of, they're just a physical tough team and they don't go down and they, you know, John Moran is really lethal with the ball in his hands. And um, he's fun. They just, you know, they, they've been yeah. covering spreads. Someone, uh, someone had a great tweet. I, I forget their name, but basically uh, they did a screenshot of someone delivering a pizza <laughs> from Utah, from the jazz fans to John Moran. So John, be careful out there, man. You don't <laughs> want to get food poisoning. End up, uh, I'd have someone tasting your food. If I'm John Moran, make the, make the bubble. Yeah. I, I just, I also think we weren't, we weren't being awfully complimentary of this Memphis team. No. A couple of days ago, coming into the playoffs, so I keep fading them. It to is my fun. Demise. It is fun to talk about like the run and the, and and the vibe that they're they're putting out there now. But it's also the NBA. You got to remember, like that doesn't work in a seven game series. So I, I think, yeah, I think Utah realizes they're they they're a team that needs home court. Uh, they already gave it up, so they got to they got to take care of business in this one. Yeah, no, it's uh, I I understand the taking care of business angle. This just feels like Memphis isn't gonna. I don't know. I feel like they're confident enough that they're going to hang around in this game. Speaking of getting the, their shit pushed in and completely <laughs> blown out, Miami Heat, they hung with the Milwaukee Bucks game 1 and and lost in overtime. And after that happened, I was like, "Oh my god, this sucks because I I had Milwaukee or sorry, I had Miami Heat to win the series. I thought they were a feisty dog. Maybe I was getting a little too cute, 
but I knew when they didn't win game one and they lost in overtime, they were going to get destroyed in game two. Of course, Milwaukee makes up for all the threes they missed in game one, hitting them in game two. Now the series goes to Miami, where the Bucks are a one and a half point road favorite, minus one twenty on the money line. There's basically two storylines that can either emerge: either a Miami packs it in and says. Hey, we had a good run last year. We got to the finals. We're already in Miami. We don't we don't have to get on a plane again for the rest of the season if we just lose these two games. Or Jimmy Butler, aka the junkyard dog, aka allegedly Michael Jordan's secret son, uh, Kramer sent me a YouTube video. He puts the team on his back, gives them a spark, they start hitting some shots, they win this game, make it a series. Where are you at with the Heat Bucks? I feel like for the Bucks, they were they were very rattled in the end of game one when they kind of took that punch from Miami, especially coming off last year. And then once they got that win under their belt and went up one Oh, they completely loosened up for game two. And I feel like they kind of conquered some of their demons by getting that tough win in game in game one. So um, I kind of expect them to come into Miami and at least take one of these. Right. I mean, I, I think they, they will continue to flex control over this series um, for this game too. I kind of like the heat in the first quarter. Um, oh yeah, that's a just kind of capture, you know, capture just all of that emotion, that revenge angle in that first quarter. Because I do think the Bucks are just a superior team. The Heat aren't really close to what they were in the bubble last year, and there are a variety of factors that play into that. But I think this is the Bucks series, and I think for all of us, we're just gearing up for how great of a series Bucks Nets could be in the second round. You're not scared of those uh, big time Miami sports fans. <laughs> you know, the crowd, crowd's gonna crowds be, really going to shift Sean, things. Just, if you don't, re- if you if you don't remember, I did have uh, Milwaukee minus two and a half in this you series did. as my lock, and, as well under five and a half, as well game one win series. I was pretty all in on Milwaukee to just come out here and just you know metaphorically butt fuck. Uh, who is I, I? I I'm falling. I think it is Michael Jordan's son, and I don't know if you know much about this act, but if you if you look at Jimmy Butler and you just imagine him without hair, uh, he looks like Michael Jordan. It, you watch his game side by side with Michael. He looks like Michael. Anyway, uh, you know if you want to do a deep dive, feel free to uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/slack. Slide to my DMs. I'll get you some information. We'll uh, we'll talk about Michael Jordan's uh, un- the Tower Seven of uh, NBA uh, children. Well, yeah, it's just like uh, he he. I, I I do think it's an interesting angle to think maybe he knew he was going to be the great one, and he didn't want to have a son that would threaten his uh, his his. Uh, that his, that his dominance. would be Jordan uh, to abandon the <laughs> the best son he ever had at, just, at basketball. Doesn't uh, want the competition. Doesn't want to get dunked on. I, I'm I'm. And this is just pure stubbornness. I'm sticking with Miami here. Give me mm. Miami plus one and a half. I like Zach's angle on the uh, on the first quarter. And to me, you know, when he was talking about tighten up, I I really think he kind of nailed it there. And you're seeing that where they were real tense, they were real tight, and then the fact that they got that OT win, got them the confidence back, reminded them they were a good team. Now they had that blowout win game two. They're kind of come in so confident. I know I'm. <laughs> these are all good reasons to take the Bucks, but for my series bet alone, and I don't suggest people follow me on this, but I'm I'm taking the Heat as a home dog plus one and a half. Come on, Jimmy Butler's not going down like that. Kramer, what are you doing? Are you are you you're sticking with Bucks as a road favorite, right? Yeah, I think uh, I think it goes. I you know, I think Zach's right. I think they the Heat probably they probably man up to get one of them. I don't know if it's going to be tonight. I just hate the spread where it is. It's hard for me to take Miami because it, you yeah. know, give me Milwaukee. Uh, maybe they get game four. I, I 
Jimmy Butler doesn't seem like a punk that's going to go down in a sweep. So that's why I'm a little nervous to take the other side, but I, maybe he gets game four and they, they win in five. You uh, can still get Milwaukee Milwaukee to win in uh, five is still plus 200. Uh, that's not know. bad. I like that. Yeah, that's not bad. But so Zach, you like Miami first quarter. What would you d- uh, do gun to your head here. Yeah. Game three. We know Zach's going to use one of his allocated passes <laughs> on the, we don't <laughs> pass. You have to pick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take Miami here. I, I, I do think that Jimmy Butler ha- will have one game in him. I think we see Heat get game three bucks, get game four and close it out in five. So Kramer, I like no, that. You're, you're as right. well, that, Switch. that I'm Bucks switching. in five, two, you're going, you're going Miami. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're right. This yeah. is the more logical game they get and, yeah, and it, it fits more with my zigzagging. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the zigzag alive. Denver Nuggets head to Portland with the series tied. Great series so far. Blazers, four point home favorite, minus one seventy on the money line. Nuggets a plus one forty dog going on the road. Kind of a tale of two halves there in the uh in game two at Denver. Lillard, thirty-two points in the first half, and then only ten in the second half. It's been a great series so far. I know you, you basically, you, you had a love affair with the Denver nuggets <laughs> when the Knicks were in the cooler. Are you, <laughs> are you still hard? Are you still repping Denver? Right? Yeah. Still repping Denver. I have enough, uh, enough basketball fandom to account for both conferences. There you <laughs> go. I like that. I like where your head's at. This is, I, I mean, I'm going back and forth here because I like the blazers coming back home, getting right. But then Denver, especially on the defensive side, felt like they figured some some stuff out there in the second half. I don't know if it can translate. Where are you at with this, uh, with this game Thursday night? Yeah, obviously just a kind of vintage zigzag between game one and game two here, except for, you know, no one could stop Jokic and no one could stop Lillard. So those will probably be constant throughout this series. I think the nuggets did kind of pick something up there with putting Aaron Gordon on Dame. He held him in check a little bit. That was a game two adjustment. So we'll look to see that more in game three, as well as inserting Shaq Harrison into the rotation who got a few nice stops on Dame in the, in the uh, second half. So I think this kind of feels like a big adjustment. Obviously we saw the line around nuggets minus two and they were at home. Now I think we're at four here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah minus at, four. At four and the blazers do have the least fans of any team out there. It's left in the playoffs in their, in their home court. So that's one thing to monitor there. Um, I, I'm going to go with the nuggets here. I think there's a big, a big adjustment and they kind of are at their best with their back against the wall. I think people kind of assume that blazers get game three here. I think the nuggets keep it close. So I'll take them with the four points. I, I think Portland's going to be hyper-confident e- e- just stealing one. I, I think there's, there's plenty to be said that they, they did what they had to do after game one. And yep. that, that's maybe why game two didn't have the the same, same level of urgency, but I think they come home, they're confident and Look, Sean and I were both all over this to start the series. Portland wins in in six. I think that the narrative for them to win both these games and then the Nuggets go home, get that, and then we could be sitting there, Sean, ready to cash that plus four hundred oh, yeah. ticket. Um, I think we're we're exactly where we need to be. That's good I'm, stuff. I'm riding. Uh, yeah, I'm going to ride Portland here. I think they take care of business at home. I hear you with the smaller fans. I just think, you know, this is one of those teams that maybe more so than others, I'm willing to like just, just take it, take a gamble that they're going to go out and they're going to do what they need to do. And and they're not going to get beaten by one guy who has a great game. Yeah. They're not a lot of fans in the stadium, but they are, uh, they're doing a viewing party at the uh, <laughs> autonomous zone. 
So uh, <laughs> that would be hilarious. If Non-binary remember, remember the uh, you know like when Toronto when they had those home games, they were going to Jurassic yeah. Park for the viewing party. That'd be great if. Uh, and again, the autonomous zone has been uh, taken down, but it'd be hilarious if it was just going nuts in the autonomous zone for Portland. CJ McCollum, I, I think th- in the same way that this series is back and forth. I'm worried that Denver steals one of these, but I don't think it's no. going to be the third game. I, I think, mm-hmm. I think it could be that fourth game. And I, I, it seems like both coaches are actually coaching a pretty good series. You saw that adjustment, uh, Aaron Gordon uh, on Dame. And I think there's going to be an adjustment to that and Dame, Dame Lillard at home in a round yeah. one playoff series, on. I think it's just a recipe. Uh, it's just going to be too tough. I think for the nuggets defense. Yeah, I, I think with this series, one thing that I have found is if you're able to live bet, definitely Lillard and Jokic are just so vital to both their teams. I think you just fade them when they when they go to the bench and then get them back on and when they come back on the court. Like we, we've seen that in both these games, especially Dame. I mean, Dame, the Nuggets have no answer for him. He's going to continue to just throttle them. So their offense is ridiculous when he's on the floor. Um, I think that's a good way to bet some of these games because they do have big runs for both teams offensively. It's like options trading over here. Just yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Portland uh, to win four two is still three to one, Sean. So. Yeah, uh, not bad, not bad at all. I mean, if you can get a plus three hundred on Portland winning, um, yeah, no, that feels uh, that feels like a pretty good uh, spot there. All right, we're gonna give out a lock and a dog, but before we do, I, I know we're we're hitting some of these games mid taping, but what are your thoughts, Lakers Suns right now? Lakers up sixty five fifty six. We're taping this live on youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. But where are you at? Who who do you think uh, ends up taking the series, Zach? I think the Lakers get it done. I'm on the Lakers tonight. Uh, me and Moon off had to have some fun uh, disagreements because he's, <laughs> you know, he's very he's, much he's, off the Lakers. I still believe that uh it's you know still gonna be LeBron in the end this year. Um, but yeah, I, I like the Lakers in this series. I think the Suns drew an obviously a brutal matchup. Devin Booker, the Lakers have a no answer for him because he got a tough and one. I'm watching this game right now, but LeBron has woken up tonight. So look to see that the rest of the series. Yeah. I mean, I, I took uh, That's the second act. Sean, I, right? I took Phoenix just cause it was fun. And just cause I wanted to ride with moon off going out on that ledge of Lakers getting eliminated in the first round. Uh, it's, it's hard to just wrap your head around LeBron getting eliminated in the first round of the playoffs. But you know, my Where is Delonte West. What is he up to? What's going on? What is Anthony Davis? Does he have a thing for older women? We have to factor all this in. I I think my just emotionally where I thought they were at, it just felt like this was kind of a wash season for the Lakers. Like they went all in last year. They've got the, they got the title in the bubble, the shortened season. It was a quick turnaround. LeBron was bitching about rest the entire time. He's hamming it up. He's, he's seeing three rims. It just seemed like we were leading ourselves to an early exit, but then you forget that LeBron, man, he's, he's, he's so awesome at basketball, but he's so annoying (laughs) sometimes with the, with just kind of the histrionics. And that's a, that's a word of the day. uh, Mm. I got from a word of the day calendar, but he's just, you don't need to add to that dude. Like you're, you're awesome. You don't need to tell people you saw three rims. We saw you get poked in the eye. That shot alone was awesome. Like that's all we need. He it's like, he's adding these obstacles to make people be more impressed with him. It's like, dude, you don't need it. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at with LeBron. (laughs) I would think it's funny if he loses though. Yeah. Yeah. It would be, it would be crazy, but um, 
you know, I think for the Lakers, um, it's if he doesn't wake up, their supporting cast is not there. So it's, it's going to come down to him as always. Now this this series, I mean, it's going to come down to what happens in this game too. I mean, while we're taping, it's it's tied up or, or Clippers took the lead, seventy three seventy one. Where are you at with this with this series? Is there a chance the Mavs pull this thing out? I'm I'm very much in the uh, in in the Clippers camp as well, so I, yeah. I'm pretty chalky in the West of Lakers and Clippers. But um, Munath and I as well, we both agreed on uh, the Clippers series price at minus one fifty. So that was going into this game. We took that after the game one loss. Yeah, I still think they get this done tonight. You're looking at it, you know, a two point game at halftime. But the Mavericks are ten of fifteen from three. Uh, 67%. So look for that to slow down, hopefully in the second half a little bit. Um, I think the, I think the Clippers get this done in maybe five, six, or um, it's always tough taking the home team, I guess in six. So, but you know, six or seven here, I, th- I think the Clippers will be safe and they're obviously in the right side of the bracket with the jazz uh, not looking good. So I, I still think we see Lakers Clippers in the conference finals. Yeah. I feel like the Clippers got to pull this out eventually and hopping on the price at minus minus one fifty. That's a big I, move from 400. Uh, yeah. And, and then, and kind of what I was getting at here. I mean, they were minus 400 favorites to start lose one game at home, kind of sleepwalking that first game and all the way down to minus minus one fifty. It's definitely worth took it, you know, taking a look at some of these serious prices, especially after game one, when the other team, uh, you know, got upset. I mean, Phoenix and Lakers pretty much even. Uh, so even the fact that, you know, Phoenix got that, that game one win, they were a slight dog evened out, nothing crazy changed. And then you look at Utah jazz, Memphis Grizzlies. That was a huge swing uh, on that price where the jazz were, I don't know. It was like pretty much off the board. I think when we originally picked it, cause we didn't have uh it was in that like minus 1500 range. Yeah, or whatever. It was insane. So it's, it's, it's kind of interesting to take a look. What do you think on the price Clippers Mavs? If the Clippers somehow lose game two, what do you think the price ends up being? I think you could get plus odds, right? They have to oh, make it plus time. odds at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, plus 250, plus 300, something like that. I think that they would be hefty dogs. I think, you know, they still have no answer for the Mavericks offense. And that obviously makes it scary when you play these super high scoring games. And Luka can basically get a good shot for him or himself or him or his teammates every time. You know, you could just lose a shooting contest. Um, that's kind of the concern in this matchup for the Clippers. What do you think? And again, I didn't watch a ton because I was watching more of the Lakers' sons, but. Do you think they put Kawhi on Luca at some point? I don't know. I mean, Kawhi is kind of unpredictable as a as a guy. Obviously, <laughs> I think uh, we found that over the course of his career. What they started do? with Paul George on him tonight. He hasn't had many answers for him. And the Mavericks, uh, what what is Luca still at halftime here? Has uh, twenty three points, uh, three assists, two rebounds, nine to thirteen from the field. So he's still getting busy. I think Kawhi needs to step up and take him. He's, you know he can't be that far removed athletically from where he was as the best perimeter defender in the NBA. Um, I think they say he can't, you know, manage the load uh, or load management with playing offense and, um, and guarding the other team's best player. But I think it it might be time if Luca continues to go off like this, he's been a true pioneer for the millennial. This Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> true pioneer. You only work where you want to work. You only work yeah. on the days I mean, you want to work. <laughs> if it's not working out for you, you can always leave. You don't owe anything yeah. to anyone. It's Ky- all about you, baby. Kawhi and Kyrie. I mean, <laughs> living the dream. Right there with uh, Kanye. All case. <laughs> no, no cool. We got our lock. Uh, 
Lock dog, no tease. You shouldn't be teasing the NBA. Before we get to that, want to shout out Coors Light. That's right. I'm hanging out in studio. Need to chill out. Again, constantly go, go, go. The life of a digital horse owner, very stressful. <laughs> Always thinking about the next race. What am I? Am I am I breeding my Z8 right? What am I doing? The Z racing <laughs> taking over my life. I'm sweating out a bunch of these series bets. I'm worried about Portland pulling it out. Worried about Miami pulling it out. Sometimes it's just great to hit the reset button and chill. Thankfully, Coors Light made the chill. It's the only beer out there that's literally made to chill. The mountains on the bottles and cases even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way you know when it's time to chill. My I'm I'm looking at it right now. The mountains are blue. Perfect time to chill. So when you need to hit the reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light, again, I say it because it's on the script, but I mean it. It's the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit that reset button, Ryan, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look, delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. Okay, let's crack one open here. Another one while we give out a lock and a dog. And feel free, we kind of hit on some of these playoff prices. If you like any of these, uh, some of the games, obviously mid game, but you want to throw those out as well. Kramer, I'll let you get things started. What is your lock? Give us a dog and uh, maybe a serious take as well. Uh, I would never do this uh, to people, uh, but the, the Knicks, no, I'm just kidding. Utah. (laughs) I think Utah rolls. I think they got, I think Utah lay the points. I'm scared that that's too high. I think that's why I mean that's why it's there. but I've been ice cold. I'm as, I'm as cold as the Rocky Mountains. Uh, yeah, with you my should, NBA picks you right should now. go first to help me out. Uh, for my dog, you know, I think you guys convinced me that this is the game that the Heat get. So I'm gonna put that in as my dog. And then if there's a if there's an angle I'm I'm looking to take in in the series uh, price range, um, I still don't believe that Atlanta is all that good. So the the fact that the Knicks are two to one, <laughs> this is where I go Knicks homer are on you. Plus two hundred, baby. Well, I mean, so many of these other series, I, I, I just don't see the value. I mean, if you're asking me, gun to my head, uh, the Portland the Portland price could be fun, but I think the the one that makes sense to me is to grab the Knicks as a dog, and uh, again, right, Atlanta. Atlanta, they they've they, we've almost lost Atlanta as a franchise multiple times. Okay, <laughs> the Knicks need to take care of business. The NBA, I don't know what they do. They put something in the in the freezer, but there's no way they want this Atlanta market moving on. They find a way. They they'll dust off uh, Donaghy, bring him back for just for one game. Yeah, I like the and, and it's a pretty decent adjustment. You know, I'm gonna go. I I, I do think the Sixers cook. You know why, what? I'm, why don't you lock up Memphis? I'm gonna go. No, I, 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 I think they cover the nine and a half, but I, I think Utah wins. So I'm not, I'm not touching that for a lock. I'm going Philly minus eight, keeping it chalky, keeping it homery. But I, I think the just the fact that the Wizards shot 55, percent they're not gonna do that again. Philly's defense is actually pretty good. I think they make some uh, adjustments and slow them down enough. For my dog, really enjoying Sean the A fan by the way this year. <laughs> for my dog, I'm going. Knicks to win this series plus two hundred. Hopefully not uh, throwing anything what? on your on your. Uh, you not, that was just a mush play. You that just was did right. that. That was just that was sticks and stones, bro. And for my series play, 
Sorry to uh, sorry to your Western Conference team, Zach, but uh, I'm going I'm going with the Blazers minus one sixty. I think the fact that they stole one in Denver is enough for them to carry the series. Minus one sixty is a is a pretty generous price. And I, I if we were doing a podcast yesterday, I probably would have rode with you guys on that Clippers uh, play. We'll see if that pans out for you. I'm optimistic. What about your lock dog and and maybe a series take here, Zach? My lock. I'm gonna go with the New York Knicks mm. at home. Did they get it done? My dog, Nuggets plus one fifty, and um, I guess I also really like the over two eighteen in Grizzlies Jazz. I think that you know I do think the Grizzlies get the carb out. I think that both these teams kind of loosen up, and we've seen that in Game Twos a lot so far this year. So over two eighteen in Grizzlies Jazz. That's how you know Zach's a professional. Goes to the totals <laughs> market. Yep, not afraid. Not afraid to go off the board. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, appreciate calling in, Zach. Make sure you check out Zach locking it down on the NBA gambling podcast and uh, big in the Slack as well. Got to get more people in Slack. It's fun when everyone's chirping, sharing uh, different angles, conspiracy theories for the NBA. We can start an All Rise channel and just talk about the Giants. It'd be great. <laughs> no, no need for the no, All Rise channel. Don't worry. Channel. You won't be invited, Sean. <laughs> we got the crypto channel. Bitcoin's back, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. For the Sports Gambling Podcast, I'm Sean stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Go next. Kramer, let it ride.